This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to a world where the super-rich compete to own the biggest and most expensive yacht. This is the Azam. The 500 million euro, 180 metre long boat is probably the largest privately owned yacht and belongs to the Emir of Abu Dhabi. Few play in the mega yacht owner league. From Dubai to Miami to Monaco, where we got special access to this secret world. The huge sails swell in the wind. The deck the size of a tennis court and a 12-member crew. We're off the coast of Miami, aboard one of the world's largest sailing yachts, the Sybaris. The catch is 70 metres long and was built for the American multimillionaire Bill Duca. The sea is a bit rough today, just how he likes it. It's a competition with nature this time, to take advantage of her um, and to see how you feel. This Sunday, Bill invited some friends along for this day trip. Crew members in casual sailor outfits cater to the guests' every need. For lunch, a casual selection of sandwiches made from the finest ingredients. In fact, everything on board is top quality and expensive. A boat like this, uh, when you get finished with uh, china, I don't mind, I'm up. glasses, and towels, and sheets, and things like that, uh, you know, you've spent uh, more than a million dollars. I have a joke. If the rest of the world learns what it's like to live on a yacht like this, they're going to bring back the guillotine. <laughs> Bill paid 70 million euros for this catch. After a few hours, the boat returns to its port in Miami, Florida. Bill Duca has a luxurious penthouse condominium at the harbour entrance. His home covers about 2,000 square metres and is spread out over three floors. The interior looks like an art museum. There are works by Frank Stella... Manolo Valdez and Jean Dubuffet. On the top floor, there's a swimming pool. The apartment was valued at around 60 million euros. Bill is proud he developed such a project. 
you're at in the best apartment in the best building in Miami. You have the most spectacular views of Miami, of Fisher Island and the ocean on that side, of Miami Beach and the ocean on this side. I, I don't know that anybody else would have done this. I don't know that anybody else could have done this. I mean, I think it's a unique apartment. Um, it, it is, in my view, the best apartment uh, in Miami Beach. Uh, it's the best apartment, I think, uh, on the East Coast. Like many ultra-wealthy, Bill has an entourage. Interior designer Peter Harilovich drafted the plans for both Bill's condominium and the Sybaris. He only works for Bill. 2009, um, I learned that I had melanoma and that the melanoma had spread to my lymph nodes. Um, and, um, you know, you certainly begin to think that life is short. In the day or two after that, I called Peter and I said that I wasn't going to go forward with this apartment or with the boat. Um, and at the end of that week, I said to myself, I can't live like that. I can't, however long I have, I can't live without a plan and a, a, a reason to do something special. And so I called him back and I said, forget it. We're going forward with the boat. We're going forward with the apartment. Bill Duca started out as a business lawyer, but was found guilty of fraud in 1997. He started over and has since made a fortune in computer software. I enjoy what I do for work. I enjoy what I do for entertainment. I enjoy my friends. And, um, you know, in every respect, um, I am the regular guy. Bill doesn't go sailing every day, but the crew is always on call and earn a yearly salary. For example, the captain earns between 16,000 and 22,000 euros per month. There's a total of nearly 1,000 square metres of living space on board the Sybaris, including fitness and wellness room. This is the master bedroom. There are also five sleeping cabins for guests. Like the apartment, the boat is full of works of art, like this fresco inspired by Pablo Picasso's masterpiece, Guernica. <laughs> He's especially proud of his custom-made storage trunks. Bill said, what if instead of wood trunks, we did alligator trunks? And I was like, yeah, that could be great. So how many alligators actually died for? 150 <laughs> alligators. Farm-raised alligators. Yeah. Farm-raised. We always stress farm-raised. Now, in Florida, there's alligators everywhere. They eat our dogs, so... <laughs> it's, if it were a crocodile, it'd feel a little... Yeah, no, no, no. Crocodiles are endangered, but alligators are not. And, you know, it really is this beautiful thing. So there are the, all the trunks. Another day, and Bill has invited other close friends to visit him on his yacht. David Boys is one of America's most prominent attorneys. David and his wife Mary also own a yacht, but it hardly compares to this one. It's a one-of-a-kind. I've never seen anything like it. And I've been on 20 Perinis over the years. Every time Mary steps on board a yacht, she takes part in an unusual ritual, climbing the mast. She's going to go up the bolson chair, up the bolson chair, all the way to the top of the mast. 
<laughs> well, she's done it before. I think she's crazy. Okay. But the good news is my lawyer's here. <laughs> First, a little liquid courage. When you do this, you feel like a bird. You're weightless, you're very high, and you see the world in a very different way, the way a bird does. It's a long way up there. <laughs> A crew member is sent up first. Then it's Mary's turn for the 73-metre ascent. Go, sweetheart! I've seen her do this so many times. I never get used to it. A less strenuous way to climb. After 15 minutes, Mary is lowered back to the deck. She's happy. I'm getting better at this. That evening, Bill hosts a cocktail party. His sumptuously appointed yacht shows the world that he has once again become financially successful and he enjoys sharing his good fortune with his inner circle. What's nice about it is all these people can enjoy themselves. They're all very accomplished lawyers. They can let their hair down, they can enjoy each other, they can have a good time, and they can see something that they don't normally see. This is an opportunity for them to see a piece of art. And it makes you happy. Absolutely makes you happy. <laughs> he is. He absolutely is. But Bill doesn't only have friends in America. There are also those in Europe. So he's having the Sybaris sail to Monaco. Monaco is located on the French Riviera and has been a playground for the ultra-rich since the late 19th century. Some of the world's largest yachts are moored here at this marina in Monte Carlo. Most of them cost at least 50 million euros. This is Espen Oino, one of the world's most renowned yacht designers. He's Norwegian, but his office is here in Monaco. It's great to have an office that's right here on the harbour. There are ships as far as you can see. Monaco is home to a lot of yachts, and also the shipping industry in general. More than 300 companies have their offices here. Follow me. This is our design office. Lots of different projects here. Espen designs yachts that often cost several hundred million euros. He employs about 20 engineers and designers. His career was launched by this boat, the Octopus, the first mega-yacht in history. The 126-metre-long boat was once owned by Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen. The ship has two landing pads for helicopters and three mini-submarines. More recently, Espen designed the Dilbar, 
which was built at the Lursen shipyard in Bremen and delivered in 2016. It's considered the world's largest yacht by volume. The Dilbar is owned by Russian billionaire Alisher Usmanov. When Espen has an idea for a new yacht design, he first makes a sketch, just like other designers do. We start with a general plan of the boat, which I do by hand, and then we make a 2D image on the computer, and then a 3D model. The parts come together like a puzzle. It takes between three and five years to complete a project, from the first meeting with the client to the actual delivery. Espen is a little like the Karl Lagerfeld of yachting. He manages to give classic design a modern twist. Do you have to hunt for customers? No, they find us. We don't even have a website. This is really a small world with a lot of word of mouth. It's like a pyramid. The closer to the top you are, the fewer people there are. And they all know each other. In a week, Espen will travel to the Dubai International Boat Show. Not far away in Monaco, interior designer Sabrina Monteleone was also getting ready for the same event. Are the plates ready? Yes. And the leather samples? As well. Sabrina sells accessories and furniture for luxury yachts. Her brand is simply called Sabrina Monte Carlo. If you took a boat and flipped it over, we do everything that falls out. Everything that isn't fixed, from teaspoons to sofas to curtains. Sabrina started out in the fashion industry before switching to luxury decoration over 20 years ago. She's learned all the codes. Here, it's the men who choose. It's funny because with houses, usually women pick, but boats are male domains. 80% of our clients are men. They're often the only ones who have the money to buy a yacht. And they want complete control over it. It's their baby. That makes my job a lot easier. Next stop, Dubai, situated on the shores of the Gulf. Dubai is the financial centre of the Middle East. When we meet Espen, he's working, as usual. I can't because I have a client meeting in Captain Tib on Thursday, 5 o'clock. I'd love to, but I, unfortunately I can't. I'm flying to London on Thursday nights at 20-something. And then I'm flying to Geneva in the afternoon. Uh, we could have a late uh, lunch in London, perhaps, on Friday, if he's in London on Friday. All right. Thanks. Get back to you. Bye. 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 Sorry, that was a broker who's trying to set up a meeting for me with a client. But it's always been like I'm here when he's there or vice versa. Espen will be in Dubai for just 24 hours, but he couldn't miss the big boat show. Everyone who's anyone in the yachting industry will attend. For 
For more than a quarter of a century, the super-rich have come to Dubai to check out the yacht market. At least half of the world's largest yachts are owned by wealthy Arabs. The Emir of Dubai, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, arrives with his usual contingent of advisers and bodyguards. This is the aft deck. Espen doesn't need to rent an exhibition hall. He simply welcomes potential clients on board one of his yachts. This one is called the Silver Fast. When you sit here, you can look out over the water. Boat shows give us a chance to show our know-how. So we're very happy we could show this boat here today. It's not always the case because the bigger the boats are, the more private their owners are. People don't really want to show them an affair. Also because it's their home. The owner of this yacht, a German multi-millionaire, wants to sell it. So he asked Espen to put it on display here. The Silver Fast is powered by two 3,600-horsepower diesel engines and can reach a top speed of 27 knots, 50 kilometres an hour. The original asking price for this yacht was about 80 million euros. Espen says it was designed for a new generation of yacht owners. For about 10 years now, we've been designing boats that are more contemporary, and that reflects that ship owners are getting younger. These days, it seems that a lot of people are getting rich more quickly. The average age of yacht owners has dropped significantly. 30 years ago, when I got started in this business, all the owners were at least 60. Today, our customers are more like 30 to 40 years old. Espen continued to meet with potential customers well into the evening. Edward, how are you? Misha, je t'amène des amis. How are you? Good? Good? Hi, Misha. I brought some friends with me. Michel Bremen is the sales director at the world-renowned Lursen shipyard in Bremen in northern Germany. One of three mega-yachts comes from this yard. The company has established a solid reputation for the quality of its boats and for maintaining the privacy of its clients. We've built I don't know how many boats together. Let's not tell everyone. More than 20, I'm sure. We need to talk. This is business, so no microphones. You're wearing a mic? Yes. <laughs> how come you're taking off the mic? We're talking... Business. Business. Espen and Michel know that in this world, discretion is key. The Dubai International Boat Show is an annual event. The world's leading shipyards, engine manufacturers, designers and decorators are represented here. And that includes Sabrina Monteleone. 
she enjoys meeting new clients and old friends. Hi. Hi. Sabrina from Monaco. From Monaco. From Monaco. I know you. Oh. I came already on board many years. No yes. Beautiful girl, that's why. That's <laughs> Monte Carlo. Yes. Nasir Ibrahim al-Rashid is a wealthy Saudi businessman, and he owns one of the world's largest yachts. This gentleman owns the Lady Mura, which is usually docked at Monaco. But I think it's at a German shipyard right now for refitting. The Lady Mura was launched in 1990. It's 105 metres long and cost over 200 million euros. Al-Rashid has made his fortune in the Saudi construction sector. He also serves as an advisor to the royal family. So you are boatless now. We are missing the boat on the bay in Monaco. It's really strange without your boat, you know? Yeah. You know, your boat is a part of of Monaco, of the port. There is a stamp. She's there, exactly. The put a stamp. Exactly. In 2013, Monaco issued a postage stamp that featured the Lady Mora. This morning, Sabrina's waiting for another important client. He's from Kuwait. We can't find him. He's out there somewhere. I don't know what happened to him. He's been going around in circles, but I guess he'll get here eventually. This customer visits me in Monaco all the time. He heard that I was here, so he wants to stop by and see me. He's a very good customer. But now he's lost. He's been trying to find us for 90 minutes. I can't figure it out. After an hour, the Kuwaiti is finally located. He's here with me now. Great. Michelle found him. Perfect. Finally, you made it. But the The man flew all the way from Kuwait to buy furniture from Sabrina. She set up a showroom on one of the yachts. Everything you can see, there are our items. Yeah. Every single piece on this boat. Okay, so you remember that you have the same at home, huh? We send you something like this, mm -hmm. this color for sure, but, because uh, you love it. I make a new and, order. Uh, I want to make a new order. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. We will see then and then we will see. Here's what we. The client comes from one of Kuwait's wealthiest families. Voilà. <laughs> He turns up every year and buys loads of stuff. I ship it to him and then he sends me photos of all the new things he wants to buy. Now he wants to order some more. He's a very nice man, but he's disappeared again. There he is. Her client ended up placing an order worth more than 200,000 euros. Well worth the wait. He's a great customer. He's always happy. He sends me WhatsApp photos of what he wants. And if the customer is happy, I'm happy. Alex Jimenez isn't rich and he doesn't own a yacht. And yet everyone here knows him. Good afternoon. 
How are you? Good yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, how's it going? Good. So you're the yacht guy, huh? I, I never am, met you. I am. I've seen you with the boys. Are you, are you staying out of trouble? Busy, good. busy show. Yeah, it sounds like you've been busy. Oh, yeah. man, we got I'm doing great. Good. And yourself? Very good, very good. Good, 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 good. All good. good. Just sent your request. Yes. He's the yacht guy. I know from Instagram. He's very famous. <laughs> Alex is a social media star and goes by the name The Yacht Guy. Born in Brooklyn, he's turned his passion for these luxury boats into a profession and now has nearly a million followers on Instagram. His photos and videos of yachts are popular with people who fantasise about living the good life. Brands and yacht companies pay him to post content promoting them. So I'm here thanks to Dibs, the Dubai International Boat Show, who has brought me in all the way from Boston to come and bring exposure to the show. I'm selling exposure. I'm selling exposure. The majority of the people that follow are probably dreamers, right? And probably young kids. But there's if 1% of 1 million people were potential clients, that's still a huge number. So they actually pay you, this is how you earn This is how I earn my living. This is exactly how I earn my living. And it's not a bad living. I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, how often you get to travel the world, you know, visit all these amazing places, stay, spend time on board yachts, and, uh, and get paid for it. Right now, Alex is meeting with Mahmoud Itani, marketing and communications manager at an Emirate yacht builder. All right, well, I've got to go on board and do my thing. Okay. Which boat do you want me to uh, to show on Facebook? The 100. The 100. You, ha you haven't done it much on the 100, yeah. right? And we are now live. What's up, everybody? We are live from the Dubai International Boat Show. So we are going to take a tour on the Majesty 100. It's one of their newest lines. They just, they just launched it. And I am here with uh, Mahmoud, one of the big guys here. He's going to give us a tour and walk us through the boat. Right, that yes, sound good? let's do that. Let's do it. Let's do I'll spin you guys around and we're going to follow Mahmoud. Mahmoud? So when was this launch? For a live 15-minute visit on Instagram, Alex charges nearly 3,000 euros. On social networks, you can check viewer numbers straight away. 2,100 viewers, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, it was good. Well done. Well done. So, charge your phone. It's charging. Do you want me to catch back up with you? I want to go and do a whole full photo shoot of this boat. Okay. And then I want to post it on Facebook. Okay. And then I'll catch you and we'll do another one. All right. Okay. All right? No Sounds problem. good. Take your time. See ya. Perfect. So now I get to do it all over again for Facebook. So this is the problem. This is the thing. So everybody thinks, oh, you've got such a great life. You know, you're out there just hanging out. I'm not. I'll get on a boat and I have to spend time on the boat, right? So I have to go through and take photos for one social media thing and then I got to go through and take photos for the next social media thing so this is what you go work man. this is work Alex will probably never be as rich as the owners of the yachts that he photographs but he loves his job so this is the lifestyle for the 1% not everybody can do this and um, if you're blessed enough to be able to do it well then you're blessed that's just it after sunset, Dubai turns into a party zone. And once again, Alex was on the job. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. They call me I'm Alex, uh, the yacht guy. Oh. Supposed to be arriving today with 
two guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're good? Nice. We're good to go? Yeah, welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Yeah, you're Thank nice you. you. All right, so we are here coming on board. Check it out. This thing's pretty crazy. It's supposed to be one of the biggest party boats here in all of the UAE. You know, it is huge. We'll take you around. Ilona, the owner's Russian wife, gave Alex a tour of the yacht called the Lotus. It has room for up to 1,000 people and features a nightclub, cinema and dining room. We're on board Lotus. It's got to be the largest barge in all of yes. Dubai, right? Yeah. It's the biggest in Dubai. Insane. 1,000 people. 1,000 people. 1, people. Wow. This is probably the biggest one in the world, then. Yeah. In the middle of the city. These guys take party bars to another level. The consumption of alcohol is forbidden in Dubai, but the Lotus has a special permit. One last selfie and Alex's working day came to an end. He left the ship before it set off on a mini-cruise. Back to Monaco. Where we found Bill Duca, as well as his sailing yacht, Sybaris. There's a special event scheduled for today at the local yacht club. You guys didn't know I had paparazzi, did you? <laughs> Bill transfers to a smaller boat to get to shore. He paid nearly a million dollars for this craft. Arrived on the dock, he was welcomed by an okay. old acquaintance, Bernard D'Alessandri, the yacht club's manager. How are you, my friend? friend? Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Everything's good? Yeah, and you? Good. Ready? I'm ready. Yeah, ready for the season? This is the, the, the commodore of the Monaco no. Yacht Club. No, I'm not a commodore, but no. I'm secretary general. Uh, secretary general, same thing. I do. <laughs> you don't have to own a boat to join the Yacht Club, but you do need to be sponsored by two members and able to afford the annual fees, rumoured to be approximately 9,000 euros. The Monaco Yacht Club has only a few female members. One of them is Paola Trifaro, an attorney from Milan. This is the official presentation ceremony for her new sailing yacht, called the Rebelle. Reports say the boat cost around 30 million euros. The Rebelle is about 32 metres long and was delivered by the manufacturer to the Yacht Club Marina. The hull and superstructure are made of lightweight carbon fibre, which makes the ship perfect for competitive racing or vacation cruises. Bill is the boat's unofficial godfather. That's it. Thank you, so uh, thank, you thank you. <laughs> this is my very good friend, <laughs> who is the proud owner of this beauty. This is all carbon and titanium, as my friend told me about titan. It was quite uh, 
uh, a nice adventure, but also a hard adventure. But anyway, we are here happy and proud. Paola has invited friends from all over the world to the ship's inauguration, and she takes a few of them on a guided tour. These are all my friends who are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody else in the kitchen. <laughs> so let's go. We go. Let's go and see your galley. Mm -hmm. We have My galley is uh, there. Is everything is small. Okay. And a lot of space down. A, a key for wines. The fridge for the day from Sub Zero. Afterward, Bill invites Paola and some of her guests to a cocktail party aboard the Sybaris. I'd love to give you the tour, but maybe first it's appropriate to start with a toast. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You have to. Make sure you have a champagne, though. Yeah. Yeah. Viva. 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 Big friend. This little get-together gives Bill another opportunity to show off his yacht. It's light, and I want—I like the softness of you the like the softness of the yes. alligators. Yes, not the light. Not anymore. The guests are impressed, as Bill knew they would be. This is a street artist in New York called uh, Ron English, who's the most famous of the street artists in New York. Bill likes to talk about the real estate he owns. They have an apartment in New York, they have an apartment in Miami, and an apartment in Rome. New York, Miami, and I have a house in Rome too. New York, Miami, mostly. I bought an apartment in Rome. Now I'm resident in Miami Beach, but I, I have an apartment in New York as well, and I have a house upstate New York, and then I have an apartment in Rome too. After about an hour, the party breaks up, and the guests head back to shore. Bill's yacht was delivered in 2016. After just six months, he began daydreaming about a bigger one and put the Sybaris up for sale. Price tag, some 90 million euros. It's not unusual for the super-rich to arrive somewhere by helicopter. This group of visitors is being flown to their yacht because it's tied up in a rather out-of-the-way location, just off the west coast of Greenland, near the city of Ilulisat. There are nine guests on board today. An experienced crew is here to look after them. The yacht is owned by Jan Verkerk, a Dutch boat builder, who also owns a charter cruise company. The ship is called The Legend and is just under 78 metres long. The Legend is actually a converted icebreaker and Jan supervised most of its refitting work himself over a period of two and a half years. The advantage of such an expedition yacht is it allows access to hard-to-reach locations, which a growing number of the ultra-wealthy are seeking out. The former icebreaker now looks like a five-star hotel, complete with a fireplace. The legend has 13 cabins, 
Timeless styling and beautiful furnishings create an elegant and comfortable atmosphere on board. The yacht also features impressive leisure and entertainment facilities. Jan wants people to feel comfortable on board his yacht, whether they're private guests or passengers who've signed up for a charter cruise. Simply to feel to feel home. Yeah? And when the people come on board and they put their shoes out and they're going to sit with their feet on the couch, that means they're home. And that's the whole idea for, I think, have a perfect holiday and have a perfect time on the boat. She was built in Over the past 25 years, Jan has owned several luxury yachts. The boats get bigger, but that's obvious. The boats are uh, about uh, four times bigger, five times bigger, even 120, 140 meter. So the, the whole scale is completely different. Down in the ship's hold, there's a special piece of equipment. A mini submarine that guests can use to explore the ocean depths. One of the guest's sons is receiving instructions. Turn it on to sea. Yep. Yes, good. The young man in the cockpit is taking a certification test. Jan flew in the instructor from the Netherlands to make sure he'll be safe. Good. It's completely different than just scuba diving, just sitting inside and you're comfortable. This is around two and a half million euros. It takes six people to lift the mini-sub out of the hold and lower it into the water. The sub is powered by six thrusters and can dive to a maximum depth of 300 metres. Hello, come check please. Loud and clear, do you read me? Loud and clear. Are uh, you going to close your head? Diving can begin. But there's not much to see. The water's pretty murky. There, we're now at uh, five meters. Visibility is uh, really, really poor here. Is it a plant or uh, I think it's here, just a rock. The student pilot continues his test. Anyway, you're not able to build up any pressure. Check if your pressure relief is open or not. Which one is there? What falls? This one. Above the gauge here. And he's passed the test. He's now certified to pilot a mini-sub. on the surface, his parents surprise him with champagne to celebrate. On the last day of the trip, Jan has organised a special dinner on the deck. The service manager, Marilyn, is scrambling to get everything ready. Napkins, water, I've got water. Um, okay, a lighter. 
Meanwhile, the chef is prepared to deal with any spontaneous requests that Jan might have. Everything has to be perfect. It's a real challenge for Marilyn, but she's up to the job. She's from South Africa and speaks four languages. Can we have a bread knife? I'm coming to fetch it. Clemens, Clemens, Marilyn. Clemens, Clemens, Marilyn. The staff members talk to each other via radio, but there's just one frequency, and that can cause chaos. We all talk on the same channel. Right now, people are just babbling away. Jet ski, ship, captain. So you really have to keep it short. Thank you very much. Anything else? You want to ask for the plates? Hot plates? Hot plates, no, I need to do that. Okay. The guests are already waiting in the lounge. But there's no sign of the host. We had planned to start dinner around six, but the boss decided to go diving. So we're just waiting around on standby. The party won't start until Jan gets here. He's the host, and all his friends are here. So they should all celebrate together. After 30 minutes, Marilyn finds out that Jan is on his way back to the yacht. Communication is the key. When you hear, we'll be there in two minutes, everyone knows what to do. The staff have to talk to each other so that we'll have towels ready for the boss and we can start the barbecue on time. It's important for everyone to work as a team. Welcome back. Thank you. You have two hats now. Yeah. Here. Thank you. Welcome. How was the, how was the dive? Nice. Guys, let's go. <laughs> it was a long time driving. Time to start serving dinner. And there was a lot of different foods to choose from. It was the perfect way for Jan to wrap up his trip to the Arctic. Flag it for you, sir? Yeah, it will. <laughs> Thank you. The guests are enjoying eating outside in the cold and having a barbecue in four-degree weather. That is absolute luxury. Jan Verkech has since sold the legend, but you can still charter it for around 500,000 euros a week. <laughs> 